Good morning, Jane. Good morning, April. So, are you ready to get started? Yes, I am. Hi, everybody. Happy Tuesday. I hope you guys are staying safe, and I hope you guys are having fun with Christmas, like getting ready for Christmas, and happy December, April. Yes, happy December. Uh, I've been, it's finally that time, and I've been waiting for it. Like what? Like what is like your f- most favorite part about about this time of year? Honestly, I love watching Christmas movies. That's probably my favorite part is watching Christmas movies and spending time with my family. Yeah, same as me. Christmas movies are the best, man. You know. But like, what was like your most standout Christmas movie? Honestly, as a kid, I really enjoyed Home Alone. Okay. Yeah, I remember seeing... <laughs> yeah, Home Alone. Th- yeah, I remember. That's what we're... Was- so, yes. That's what we're gonna talk... That's our topic today. We're basically gonna break down Home Alone. So- <laughs> Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. I know there's a lot to talk about with Home Alone. <laughs> yeah, so so I know you got so for those who have seen Home Alone, <laughs> like y- y'all, I mean maybe y'all might be surprised, but this is my complete opinion that Home Alone is a case study. It is a very it's it's a very case study. What I mean by case study is is meaning that. There's a lot of stuff in there. There's a lot of social issues in there. A lot of legal problems in there. Just a lot. But we're just. But before. But but before we uh, break that down, April here is gonna talk briefly about the movie. What's this movie about? For those who have never heard of it. Okay, everyone. Well, Home Alone has a young Macaulay Culkin in it. He plays the role as Kevin. And he is portrayed as being around eight years old. And um, he has a very big family, a lot of siblings. And then on top of his family, he also has a lot of contact with his extended family that has a whole bunch of cousins and uh you know he has an aunt and an uncle and he lives in this huge house his house is huge jane like you know you've seen it in the movie and the dad works somewhere but we never know exactly where the dad works and the whole basis of this movie is they're gonna go to in the first one, they're gonna go to France to celebrate Christmas, and mm-hmm. and during all of this, there's a lot of chaos in the film. So, Jane, would you like to discuss some of the chaos for us? Yeah, um, one of the first chaos is the police. Is the is the police officer? So, right at the beginning, yes. of the scene, right at the beginning of the scene, like. Like there's this officer, there's this officer with witnessing the chaos, but then like after the ple- after the pizza was getting delivered, 
And I'm just like, okay, has he always been here? Like, I thought if he was part of family too. Like, that's my assumption, like the uncle. But he wasn't. He was just a police officer just staying there. And somehow he got in. But though... Right. But though he didn't even met the, like, the parents yet. Like, like the police officer literally was look, looking for the parents. And the door was closed. Like, they just cut to... So the beginning of the movie, they just cut to the officer already in the house, which which is it's very confusing. It's very like drawn off. Like usually, like you'll they'll just knock on the door, but nah, like just like <laughs> like he just, he was just there all of a sudden, and they just now met from the parents. Like, that's so true, Jane. It's just like, okay, where did he come from? Like the very first time I I saw it as a child. Um, of course, by the time I saw it, it was like you know a rerun on television, and um, so I'm not quite. Um, it was slightly before my time. You know, I'm I'm not quite that old yet. <laughs> to say that I saw it for the first time when it was in theaters, because I wasn't. Um, so, we see this big family, we see this police officer, and seriously, nobody reacts to this police officer. Even, like, with all these kids in the house, I think they said a- 11 children total between the two families. And then, of course, you know, the adults in the, the family... Amongst all of these people, even though the size of this house is very large, it's an enormous house. Um, how do you not question the police officer being there? Like, what the yeah, heck? Yeah, there's like they're just so busy with packing everything. Like, I mean, like I'll I'll be like, "What are you doing in my house? Like, what the hell?" And <laughs> like, I, what did I do? Where's your like, warrant? Like, like, what's going on? <laughs> Like, and, like, I guess, like, you know, you know, April, you know, I realize at this point, we have a lot of kids and we are just dealing with chaos. You just don't care. <laughs> they just don't care. They're packing and... Yes. Like, that's, like, that's how I feel it. Speaking of don't... Speaking of not caring, now, another problematic scene was, was when it's about the younger sibling, Kevin. And he yes. feels, and he feels that he's always be they they always feel, he feels always being ignored by not only the siblings but the parents as well. Yes, like yes. I mean, you, even in the scene like when she was talking on the phone and he was trying to get he was he needed attention for a reason, but then like she just sort of just ignore him, just just feed feed them like just you know just beat him off you know. And like, and like, I remember the, and my, and then that scene, like when, like once they all got the pizza, and also this is this is the disclaimer that the bar is a complete jerk, like he he just is, and he, when he ate his cheese pizza disgustingly, it, he Kevin just got mad and just beat. <laughs> my he just ran over him like it just beat him up he was fighting him mind you Kevin was yes. a really small child and and uh, Bud the older brother was big 
And yeah, he was a big, like probably six footer, two fifty pound. You know, maybe not two fifty, maybe two twenty. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. So he was a big dude, and here we have Kevin, who might be four feet tall, maybe fifty pounds, fifty sixty pounds, and he's trying to knock over his big older brother Buzz. Yeah, it's like uh, it's funny. (laughs) It's funny, and I'm like, y'all. The strength of that little child, y'all don't don't underestimate kids. They they know more than you think. And then like what got to me is that how he got in trouble, and how, like how he got in trouble, and everybody turned to him. And the grandfather says, "Nice going, you jerk." I'm just like, bro, do you realize what the like that this wouldn't happen if Bud Buzz would? I don't know why I keep calling him Bud. He surely ain't Bud if you know what I mean. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> especially if Buzz this ain't his piece, and the parents reprimand him. He's and then like the mother's like, of all the kill children, you're like the most trouble. Well, why do you think he's the most trouble? Why do you think? Because like he he doesn't he needs attention. Like y'all, he feels so ignored, so he has to act out just to have attention. Exactly, bingo. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure that one out. Yeah, and another problem, and another scene that was problematic was the confirmation, like when, when the mother sent him to the attic, which was very isolated, very scary, as Kevin says. But then when, like, he was like, "I hate you guys. Like, I just hate, I hate it, hate you." And then she would add to the fire that, "Well, maybe you should ask for another family for Christmas." I'm like, first of all, don't that just that just causes more tension to the yes. child. You do realize yes. more tension. So, I, I'm just like, I mean, she also, basically. Oh, go ahead. No, go no, ahead, you can. No, you can continue. You can add on to what I'm gonna say. Yeah. I was going to say, she basically told Kevin, okay, I don't care. I don't care if you want another family. I don't like you anyway. Like, that's basically what she was saying by telling him, oh, well, you can ask Santa for a new family. She's basically saying, I don't care how you feel. I don't care about your problems. Our problems are so much more important than yours. You know, like, it's just really rude. I understand you have to discipline kids. But she had to look at the whole picture. Yeah, but like, sh- like she should, she should. Th- those are wrong choice of words to say to your child. Yeah, because that's gonna hurt the kid long term yeah, th- psychologically. It's just very damaging to hear yeah, that basically and- your mother doesn't care. Yeah, and also like how how he wished that he can be like. Um, I'm trying to remember, like, how he wished that he was just alone, like, he's going to be by himself alone. And, like, she just said, which is wrong choice of words, but I can understand that. But, you know, that might happen. That might actually happen. And then, like, which will lead on to the major scene when he got left. (laughs) Oh, man. April, should you tell it or should I... I, I think I'm going to start and then you can add on to what I'm going to say. So right. out of all those people in the house, 
like 15 people in the house. That's what she ended up saying total, including the adults, 15 people in the house. And not one of them, not one single person has a battery operated alarm clock. Only one. I understand the power knocked out, but that's where batteries come in handy. It was the 90s. We had battery alarm clocks that in fact that alarm clock could have had batteries in it itself yes this was so mm -hmm. unrealistic and then out of nowhere this huge storm knocks out the power and then them running through the airport that wouldn't happen today now granted i have never flown on an airplane but i know for a fact that you can't be rushed like that you know you have to go through the through all the checkpoints and this trip just wouldn't happen in modern day, um, period. And how can you not just kind of glance through the van and kind of visibly look at everybody's face forward, look at their face themselves and make sure instead of counting heads, you need to call names and say, okay, is, is, I don't know what their names are. So, oh, here, I have uh, Wikipedia opened up. So, okay, Buzz, are you here? Yes. Okay, Kate, are you here? Yes. You know, so on and so forth. Yeah, they could they could just double count it. And yeah. Then, like, what's, what's so funny is that, like, throughout all this, and then, like, Kevin felt, and then, like, back to the Kevin, <laughs> like, when he was left, he's like, I made my parents disappear. Like after that, you see how that conversation was damaging, right? Oh because yeah, absolutely. You see, you see, you see how that plays back back into their conversation, right? Because he oh, thinks yeah. that because he thinks about what he said. Like I made my parents disappear. Like how he was happy, like at first because you know. But then, like I mean, you'll like we'll discuss more of that. And then, like, what's so interesting to me. Is that they basically was on the plane, like they was on the plane, and it took them like nights. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh! And she's like, I feel like I have this feeling, this bad feeling. Like, did she turn on the? Did she turn on the like the? Did she turn the lights off? Did she left the arm? Like now, my mom is my mom is sore like this, so I can relate to that. Like you right, know, like well, same, like same. You know, like what, like you know, like when you're like I have like I like when you're like so far gone and so like busy with something, you just felt like you forgot something. Yes, yes. <laughs> like like whenever like you know, and I like I mean, I'm just gonna give her, you know, like when you feel so stressed, like you can't. Ha- when you feel so stressed and so in chaos, like you forget the most important stuff, and I can think of, I can relate to it. I rem- funny story. This is this is related. Funny story, April. So like it was like about last month that I forgot that I forgot to attend my class. Yes, and I remember you I telling t- me about that. Yeah, I, because like that week that week was so stressful for me like I like I was just not having it like I was so stressful for my job and then like with schoolwork included 
and and I just basically was so upset that Thursday because that's when I had my class it took me like Saturday to realize and this was Halloween when this happened April right (laughs) and like the week of Halloween and it took me to realize reading it I'm like no and I'm like I miss class oh my gosh I miss class and I start freaking out and then like this (laughs) the same as this I don't know what took them like what took them to realize that we forgot our son Kevin like what took them to realize that they forgot their son like what took them like, and that is the- just it goes to show that they're, they're, they were not very diligent like I yes. said before and I'm sorry like even these days you're you're upset about missing a class which you know isn't really a, a huge deal I know it's frustrating but like a I know that I had teachers like this. If you were one minute late, I mean, they were watching you like a hawk. So, like, these people were so disorganized. And it's like, man, you guys just have too many children. And uh, Jane and I were joking about this off air. I'm just like, you guys need to get some birth control pills. (laughs) Honestly. (laughs) and also, and also, like after like finding out that they left their son Kevin, the grandfather's like, "If it makes you feel better, I left my reading glasses." So you need to tell me, sir, that you're comparing your grandson to a piece of object. Well, it was actually it was actually his uncle, but still, uncle. like, oh, yeah, oh, my bad. It's okay, uncle. it's okay, but it's yeah. I get your point. Oh, yeah, like, his reading glasses were so important. They're your nephew. Like, come on. <laughs> and, like, an- another problem that... Another issue about this film was the scene of of call- of call when the mother called the police. And yeah. so... And so, like, he was asking all these questions. Like, like how she want... I'm, she was saying that, I want you to watch my son make sure he's okay. And like she's like, and then he was like, um, so is there a problem? Is there domestic violence? He was questioning such as regarding alcohol, regarding drugs. And she's like, no, I just want you to watch my son. Yeah. And so like he he was being all hesitant. I'm just like, so unless there's a problem in the house, you're not gonna just watch the son, like watch the child. So like it's sort of like an assumption that that like only people with those kind of problems like parents or family with those kind of problems when the child gets involved like that's how I felt I feel like that's sort of like I know they were just asking them questions like I know that but like right like it's necessary but at the same time for him to be sort of hesitant about that I'm just like Okay. That would not That's... see. This is where we can compare and contrast what would happen this day and age. If you don't mind saying, if yeah. you don't mind me saying so, like, if this were to happen now, if a family was calling from Paris and they're like, "My eight-year-old son is left home alone," and I hate saying this because I don't want to shame parents, but I mean, come on, this movie is very unrealistic, as you and I both know. Obviously, they would probably send out an officer. They may even call child services. Like, these parents would not have gotten off scot-free. This child was eight years old. 
And this is not just mom running to, you know, McDonald's and picking up burgers and coming home. This was the, these parents were across the ocean, you know, and they left their kid behind. This is serious business. Serious business. That's very, that's very serious. And like, and like, I find it so, like, in, like what's sort of like my problem is just another issue is about like the mother worrying that like when she checked her son and then like the father's like okay like he didn't sort of like care at first like you know like don't worry about like he was I'm sorry not care but not as worried at first you know what I mean well like, let's be honest I, mean, I, I think I think you hit the nail right on the head Jane I, I mean he kind of did act like he just didn't really care like and plus, like he said, he like he stood there, like he. In my view, and the reason, and as for evidence, the mother he stayed behind from those kids instead of like being a parent and saying that we should follow suit. Like, sh- like the mother shouldn't should have been alone to look for Kevin. Right, to, I understand to, that to too. Get, yeah, like they should have you know, all like gotten on that plane and just gone home and I know they were they had a lot of complications booking another flight because of the holidays and I know that she she had to go and, and go through so many hoops airport after airport because like I said we're talking about international flying here we're not just talking about Chicago to New York so but like you know yeah it's but so I- complicated <laughs> Yeah, but Taurus, but I can understand both sides about how, how to sit one out. Like, I can understand that and how to one stay behind and comfort the children. So I can understand, but still, like, there should have been, unless, like, she was sending her, she was going to sit her son back to, like, Paris or if they're all going to go home. Because, all, well, actually, all of them were going to go home. Yeah. So, like, the fire, like, so, like, I think the end of the movie, like, the father saying, like, how did y'all get here? Like, oh, we were waiting for the next morning, like like I told you. So I think that's what the father was doing. Yeah, and he did, but the emotions from these parents are so lackluster. They really are. And I mean, like I said, I think you called it right as you saw it, that he initially kind of acted like he wasn't that worried about. It. And I'm thinking, how can you not be worried? About your son being what? across the planet, like, or you know, yeah, yes, like you should just like I if I was that parent, like I would, you know me, I would just call endlessly, check my messages, like I would just stay on the phone, like I'll go through hoops, like, like you know, and like another okay before like I. Like, is there any scenes that you find sore problematic or issues or anything else that, like, what did you notice, April? Well, I noticed a whole lot, but I want to try to stay on topic as much as I can. Um, I know, I know initially, I think that he might have, uh, he had thought about going to one of the neighbor's houses. Um, and, and they weren't home. They were on vacation as well. So mm-hmm. I kind of think out of that whole big subdivision, was there not anyone else's house that he could go to who could keep an eye on him? Like they seriously only knew one family. Are you kidding me? Like, 
I have a much smaller neighborhood. And even though I'm not like best friends forever with everybody, I know enough people in an emergency situation. So I'm just thinking, okay, so you're telling me in Chicago, in the suburb, that he didn't know anyone else except one of his friends, like the kid that we saw in the beginning. And I'm just like, seriously? Seriously, you guys don't know anyone else. Are you kidding me? And why didn't he call the police in the beginning? Like, as a child, he could have called the police and said, oh my God, my parents left me behind. Like, it's all very problematic. Uh, yeah, but my but my view, again, like, he, like, as it's, and, like, yeah, you bring up a good point. Like, he was able to go to, if he's able to go to the store on his home, like, on his own and buy some stuff, like, he's a very clever child. Yes. He should have called the police, but then again, but then again, he's, like, again, he thinks that he made his parents disappear. That's why he didn't call the police. But then, like, I mean... I mean, if he made his parents disappear, like, what, what, I mean, come on, if we were going to be realistic here, a child says something like that, you know that he's just a child. That's what they'll say. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, that's true. So, so let's be, so I think that's part of the reason why he didn't call the police. But yeah, you, you made, like, you made a good point. And, (laughs) like, what were one of the funnier scenes in the movie? Okay, one of my favorite scenes, even though it was a very small scene and it happened so fast, is when he was going through Buzz's stuff, you know, Buzz's trunk of treasures. And he holds up the picture of Buzz's girlfriend and he's like, Buzz's girlfriend, woof! And he slams down the picture and the glass breaks. That was so funny to me. That was just so funny. That was one of those moments, Jane, that like as a child, mm-hmm. my brother and I would rewind our our VHS tape to go back to that and watch it a few times. Oh, <laughs> uh, a scene I didn't find like okay. I didn't find either of the movies, but I, I just didn't laugh. In my, honestly, April, I just didn't laugh. Like, this movie was too serious for me. Like, it had that dark humor. Yes, it is a dark comedy. You have to have, like, you know, they say this about beer. I'll say it about movies. It's like an acquired taste when it comes to movies. You know, there's some things that that part was really funny and when I was a kid of course when he beat up Marv and Harry I mean as a child I thought that was funny even though it's problematic yeah it's it actually you know like I want to talk I'm glad that you mentioned it I'm just like seeing this as a child it amazed me that these two buffoons were being up by a small child yes and yet and yet, like, what's so dumb about it? if they if they knew they were threatened by this child or anything, they keep coming back. They kept coming back. They enjoyed the they enjoyed the abuse from these paint cans. <laughs> what? Like, have y'all learned? 
<laughs> I'm just like, oh my gosh. My favorite scene, like one of the standout scenes is when he used a scary movie, like sorry, like a mafia movie. I don't know what kind of movie was it, but <laughs> it was an old school mafia movie. You had it right. <laughs> yeah, old school mafia to order the police now. Hand it down. Like, I'm just like, it did it did he thought <laughs> what's so dumb is that he thought he was being shot. Even though it's the sound of movies. Now if you you can tell if you were being shot at if the windows were broken, but yet he was still freaking out. <laughs> I know, I know. These are he was still freaking out. These people, Harry and Marv, were career criminals. This is what they did for a living, but they were so dim-witted to actually think that he had a gun in the house. And yes, if any of you are very, you know, of course, if you're in your late 20s or early 30s or older, and you remember VHS tapes, they had a grainy sound to them. They're not going to sound as clear as a DVD. So you know that those gun sounds are not real. They're coming. You will know it's coming from a movie. (laughs) And it had to have been Jane, that volume on that movie had to have been on full blast for them to hear it through the door. His ears had to have hurt. (laughs) Yes, like, come on. But, you know, yeah, is there anything else, April? Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, I know. Like, just how... Can we talk a little bit about Home Alone 2? I know you're not as familiar about it, but do you mind if I talk on it just a tad? Yes, please. Okay, so Home Alone 2, we see the same scenario. And instead of going to France, the the family goes to Florida and Kevin goes to New York. And um, same thing, there there was like a... I can't remember if there was a power outage, but once again, they were running late as usual. Why are these people still in charge of waking up everyone? Once again, where is the second clock? Where is another clock? Um, Where is the batteries? batteries. Have y'all not... Have y'all not learned before what happened to the next movie? Have y'all not... Like what's so like have y'all not realized? You know and uh it's like come on people and then the whole scene plays out again, but this time Kevin's in the airport and his family runs and they don't even stop. And then let's talk about the flight attendants for a second. Oh, you vaguely see your dad. Like if I was a flight attendant, I would have gone up to this man and looked at him and and made sure he saw Kevin. I would I wouldn't have just pointed into a direction or Kevin pointed into a direction. Oh, well, there's my dad. I would have walked the child up to that man and made absolutely sure it was his dad. Because let's be honest, right. his dad did not really have any major distinguishing features. He was brown-haired, a white man, average build. Like, that is seriously... <laughs> he's the most common-looking person ever. And there's like, oh, well, there he is. How many people wore those same 
uh, khaki colored jackets, you know, those were very popular back in the 90s. So it's just like, okay, if I would have been that flight attendant, I would have taken more responsibility and made sure that that child was sitting with his family. And it was weird how, oh, he only saw his dad. Where's the other 15 people that was in that house? Like, where did they go? How did you not see that? How did you not notice? I mean, come on. <laughs> this is just even this is just even more dumber than the first movie. It is dumb. So so for so for you guys who have wrote this movie, so okay, I get it. you want to make it better, like you want to make Kevin not be left out the airport, so you made him in the airport. But still <laughs> But still, y'all oh my gosh. I like I literally can't. So let me get this straight. They lost Kevin because they left him. Like, or like. They were running too far ahead because they were late again. Like, Kevin was in the airport, but they were running too far ahead. And. And they just. uh, And he didn't notice because he had his headset on that they were on an. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, they were on a nonstop flight to New York. And, um, you know, the population in New York is very densely populated. So, you know, how of all the odds, of all the odds, how in the hell would Harry and Marv be in New York (laughs) at the exact same time as Kevin? We're looking at, okay, just doing a Google search, Jane. As of right now, today, it sits, it sits, there's 19.4 million people in the state of New York. New York City wouldn't be as high, let's just say a couple million people, okay? New York Uh City, as it sits today, there's actually 8.1 million people, okay? And I'll put, guys, I'll put these statistics on, on our Facebook page. So we're talking about millions. New York City, to put this in perspective, the city alone, not the state, has more people in their population than Indiana does as a whole state. And Harry and Marv are just leisurely just hanging out in New York City at the exact same time as Kevin? Come on. What? Come on. No. Yeah, it's the same burglars. Same robbers. How the heck? Okay, okay. Let's break this down. Like, like, I'm sorry. I need to know. So let me get this straight. The parents were were in the exact same time as Kevin in New York. They, they, like, I'm just trying to get the two and two together. They left him. Like, they, they did not see him. So they just could just, like, Back the like just, the um, the parents went to Florida and Kevin went to New York because he got on the wrong flight. Oh my gosh! So they could just like look back. So what? Like what stood out to me when she's like Kevin? I'm like what? Like sis, you you could just look back. No. Like what may like. Like what? What made her say that? Like what made her realize that she left her son again? 
I guess when they were getting like, all their bags, they were getting all their bags at the airport, and then she saw everyone, and she realized Kevin was gone. And oh, well, at least she saw everybody and realized Kevin was gone. Oh, that that y'all y'all think y'all so slick trying to make trying to make the parents know this time. It's not you're all not slick. No, y'all are not slick. No matter what fair scenario y'all. Y'all just made this scenario even more dumb and unrealistic. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They were in such a big rush and they almost missed their flight once again. You know, this would not happen in modern day. This just would not happen. I mean, in real life, I don't even see how this could even happen, let alone in, in 2020. So, okay. Yeah, but how did how did they look? Did they try to look for Kevin this time? Like, like how did they look for Kevin? Well, they found out because of Kevin using um, his dad's credit card in New York, and he was in a hotel. I remember that, and that's how they found out that Kevin was actually using. They reported uh, the credit cards missing because the credit cards were in that same bag that Kevin had. So he gets into this fancy hotel and oh uh, did you see the cameo? Like which which cameo are we talking about? The Trump cameo. Did you see the Trump cameo? Oh gosh. Yeah. Yep. And he's like, oh, it's just down in the hall or whatever. So. Yeah, I think. Oh my God. I didn't even realize that until like a couple years ago, connecting the dots. Like, I had forgotten about that. But that's kind of funny. But anyway, we're not going to discuss all, you know, we're not going to go into politics, okay? But I'm just like, are you serious? So. In the recording, can we talk about the recorder for a second? Like, you're familiar with that, right? Please. Okay. Yes, let's talk about and it. And how he makes his voice deeper. And he, you know, he pushes that button. By the way, my brother had one of those recording things. And it obviously sounds fake. Because he doesn't say, my name is Pete McAllister. He says, I'm the father. Well, he does say it, but at first he's like... I'm the father, and I want a hotel room, please, with an extra, you know, such and such, and blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, y'all, y'all would know, to get to a hotel, you say, oh, hi, my name is, my name is Philly, Philly Wonderstein. (laughs) Philly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Like, y'all. And he's like, hi, I'm... Oh my gosh. Even... <laughs> so they just let him in without saying, I'm the bar. Oh yeah, you can come in. I'm just like, y'all. I mean, they ran his credit card, but it's just like, it's, he's a kid. He's, like, he's a kid. Anytime... Like he, he's, he's a, a kid. kid. Like how he's how are kid. you gonna be? You wouldn't be able to get by with that today. You couldn't run your mom's credit card. Like seriously. Yeah. Uh, like like it said, I'm the father. And it's like okay, y'all. 
Like, come on. Y'all have to be, y'all have to double check. Like, you could, oh my god. Or like, like how, how was she able to, I mean, how was that person able to look up, like the, did he, okay, so did Kevin hand the card? Yes. To the, um, the helper? Okay. Yeah, like the receptionist at the hotel, they ran his card, and and the card initially worked, and they automatically, like, I didn't realize this until I I watched the movie again. They upgraded his room, because normally, um, a king room is kind of standard suite. It's not, like, anything fancy. A a room with a king-size bed is kind of standard, to be honest with you. So, the only, the only slight discrepancy would be a refrigerator with a key or whatever. But most hotel rooms, you wouldn't even have to get that fancy. Like, a basic hotel room usually will always come with a king-size bed and a TV. And it will come with a little refrigerator. So that's like a standard room. But they made, they bumped him up to like a hotel suite. So... Okay. Yeah, okay. Another thing. How the heck did these two dum-dums go to New York? That's a good question because the movie takes place the very next year. So more than likely was everything that Harry and Marv, he, they committed, you know, felony level crimes here. But somehow I guess they bailed out or escaped from prison. And they went to New York. Of all places, they're in New York at the very same time Kevin is there and in the same section. Like I said, we're talking millions, millions of people, bigger than Indiana in New York City alone. So it's just like, come on. They couldn't have been more creative and they couldn't have, if they're going to make a new city, make new bad guys. Like, seriously. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Make new bad guys. Not the same not the same ones. I mean, okay. Okay, in the third movie, this is we're talking about Home Alone the the series, which I don't know why they made it a series in the first yeah, place. Yeah, it could have ended at like the first one to be honest with you. It it like implies like the the second movie is the same thing. It is the same thing, it's just different thing. location and a handful of different characters. Different characters would have been, you know, Donald Trump's cameo and the old dude from the Duncan's toy chest, like the uh... yeah, different scenarios. I mean, I guess they were giving different scenarios about what what would happen if you left your child. It I was. Think- I think lazy I... writing once again. <laughs> yeah, I. Yep. Oh man. But like, this is e- it's even better than tight. Ty- you know, I'm just gonna give it to the writers. Like, it's even better than Titanic. If I like, if we're being Titanic right, it is too, better than sorry, Titanic too because Macaulay Culkin. He's a he was a talented actor. He really was. He was funny. He was a clever kid. I mean, he really was. Now, oof, he's looking kind of (laughs) rough. Yes, but that's... That's that's another another scenario. Oh, my God. Yeah, but but I guess guess if I can give it to them... 
I mean, even though as problematic the, these movies were, I guess it was sort of like, what would you do? Like, as a parent? What, like, how would they react? How would the people, how would the environment in the community would react if a child was home alone? I guess that's what the goal, that's, like, that's why these careers wrote these movies. And, and how would a child, I, you know, interact with other people if they we're truly alone and mind you this technically was supposed to be a comedy um even if it is a dark comedy it's not it was supposed to be a drama i mean i still get a kick out of some of these movies especially the first one and you know the bad guys getting right. beat up by it- the paint cans and and falling on the uh <laughs> falling on the uh, little boy cars and such that stuff is kind of funny but yeah. I can respect your point of view mm-hmm. I really can yeah me too in case of point which what like with these movies case in point is is actually a case study about what would you it's a yeah. case study about what would you do do if a child was left alone and what would the child do and the psycho and like what is the psychological about it and you know like one of the like one of the most psychological moments of home alone and as a conclusion is that when uh, the grand when when kevin went to a church like like went to a church with the uh his older yes. neighbor who was very who's like him they share connection both being very misunderstood yes. and and so, and so, like, like he was so scared. He's like, "Don't be alarmed." Like I'm, like I'm, like don't be alarmed. And he, and he's calm, very calm. Because I think, I think, like after what he been through, I think he knows. I think he can relate to the neighbor of being of being seen alone as him. And so, and so they have this interest. They have this interesting conversation that. I'm here for my granddaughter while his grandpa granddaughter was singing during like I think a concert or, yeah a concert and so and so he was basically explaining about his family situation right. that like years before like years before like his family moved he had falling out with his son and they haven't talked ever since and so like and so, like, Kevin was like, why don't you talk to him? Like, I'm afraid what he'll say. You know, like, I'm afraid. And she's, and he's like, you know, aren't you a bit too old to be afraid? And he's like, you know, no matter what, like, you're always going to be afraid about That's something. That's true. Yeah. And so, and so, Ke- and then so Kevin was saying, you know, I don't like my parents. Like, I mean, I didn't mean what I said. I really didn't. I mean, I actually like my my family. And so, like, that's what, that's what the, um, and what, and he, and he can sympathize with that. He was saying that, you know, yeah, I mean, that's how it is. Like, I mean, whether, no matter how much your family hurts you or not, or no matter how much you hurt your family, they're still family. And so, like, and so Kevin was trying to, and so Kevin was saying to persuade the father, to persuade the neighbor to reconnect with his son saying that you know my dad may makes me mad but you know he's my dad like I still get be connected with him yeah especially during the ho- especially during the holidays and so like you know no matter 
And so, like, in conclusion, like, no matter how, like, by the end of the day, you're still family. I mean, no family is perfect. That's right. Like, there's, yeah, that's true. There's gonna be, like, there's just gonna be falling out. Heck, I mean, both my sisters fight. Like, my, <laughs> but, like, you know, like, both my, my parents make it on monitors, but it's more, it's, it's fun. It's, it's, it's more like a fun thing, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Yeah, it didn't, like... Like, towards, like, the end of the movie, like, when Kevin... This is another scene, one more scene. And when Kevin sees his mom again, he was just so... The look on his face. Yeah. And the mother... The way they stand... And the sadness of his face. Yeah. And and, and she just told him that, I'm sorry. And and then they embrace. Like, you see... Like, wow... Like, I can only imagine what that child was going. Like, I just, you know, like, wow. Just wow, April. Yeah, he was going through a whole lot. And if if anyone watches it more than once, honestly, this is with any movie. You're going to catch a lot more uh, if you watch it more than one or two times, especially. And... As a kid, so much of it, of course, as a kid, a lot of it just went over my head. Like, I just didn't think about all the ins and outs of all the problems. And I don't think you're supposed to as a kid. And that's why it was, you know, kind of a kid's movie through a perception of a child, too. So. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. That's a really good point. I get like I think they did a good job with that making it a family movie, but yes. then like when you're old, but then when but then like I th- like I give them a lot of props for that. I give them I truly do. Like this really is a classic, an instant classic, you know, like one for the whole family to enjoy. But I think it's a lesson that like no matter like no matter what, family will always love through the end like through the good and the bad you know and that's true and that's yeah that's how it should be it shouldn't there shouldn't be any like i i know that sometimes it happens but i know that most of the time it's very easy to forgive your family and in his situation it'd be very interesting you know if he would actually trust his family again like you know now, now, if it were in modern times, like if this movie, if they were to remake this movie or in modern times, April, would it be like, it would, of course, be different. But how would it be different from 2019? Well, it'd be different in the fact of most, even though cell phones were e- invented, most people did not have cell phones and there was a lot of problem with cell phones reception so on and we certainly didn't have smartphones so in some ways they would know okay he's okay and he could he would stay inside the house and you know uh it would be a lot faster for the police to track him down um but then there's all kinds of other problems with like i've said before social services realistically would have been involved um, yeah, especially his parents and, could have gotten into deep trouble. Like you know, if we're talking about technicalities and in, in the legal aspect of all this, 
But on a simpler level, it would have been a lot easier for him to contact his parents. Um, with most cell phones internationally, it's not very expensive to call someone. Um, even if he were to call from a house phone to their cell phone, like even if he didn't have his phone of his own, their cell phone would have been able this day and age would have been able to connect to him much faster and you can find out with the internet you can find out where the hotel is now you can find out all that information online even if he didn't have a cell phone so um he wouldn't have been a mystery for the for days on in as to where his parents were so that right. that would have been cleared up so i don't yeah. think this and plus with like not just the legal problems but getting through the airport these days takes a lot more effort than it did in the 1990s just from what my friends and family has told me of course and you wouldn't be able to rush through the airport like you did years ago yeah yeah i can agree i mean i can't i can't relate to it yet because i never been to an airport or like been on a plane before i i haven't either i'm going off of what my family has told me the ones who have flown before you know you gotta be there early you can't you can't be a procrastinator when it comes to flying you gotta be there early you have to be prepared yeah you know go through several checkpoints too on top of that but like honestly it's sort of relatable to like waiting on a bus I have a like I have a similar story like I mean it's the same as being on the bus I remember like uh back in um 2018 like during during Ivy Tech like I like like I was I was in I was in I was a part of SGA and we were going to Indianapolis this oh yeah the state house we were going to the state house this was before my 20th birthday yeah so we so we had to like get up at like four in the morning april <laughs> like four in the morning wow yeah, i got up i got up like around that time we were gonna leave at i think five or seven i'm not really sure but it was like early in the morning and like we were <laughs> I think I think we were running late. I think I'm. I can't remember. I felt like we were running late. Like we have to hurry up. And and remember, it was like 18 minutes away from where I live. So so like we were, we had to get up extra early for that. So like that's the same thing as like going on the bus. Oh man, <laughs> that's true. And then plus everybody, you know. Everybody would have had their alarm set with their cell phone. Seriously. Yes, the batteries. Yeah. The batteries. The freaking batteries. Oh, man. Yeah, well, I hope you guys... Well, that's the end of our segment. And I hope you guys really enjoy with it. I hope you guys laugh with it. And be sure to check out Home Alone. It's a really great movie. Great, great for the family to see. So, like, I like I would recommend this movie to y'all. Just educational purposes or any kind of purposes whatsoever. 
So any last words, April? Yeah, I, I hope everyone has a good December and make sure to check our Facebook page for new uploads on this uh, topic. And guys, we're going to start doing a Christmas segment starting today in the next three weeks. Yeah. We'll do different Christmas themes. We have a couple more movies in mind, but you're just going to have to wait and find out what those are later. And like, and we're just so excited just to celebrate Christmas with you guys. I mean, we start, this is our first, this is James and April's first Christmas. Like it's, yeah. I mean, we, I mean, we started in the summer, but now like we're just, we celebrate Halloween. We celebrate, you know, this is so nice. This is really nice. That's and like, true. And we, and we appreciate you guys sticking with us for so long. So thank you. And welcome to the, and if you guys are new, welcome. Like, hey, everybody is welcome. And I hope you guys share a kick with us. If not, then it's okay. But thank you so much, you guys, for just sticking with us so far. Thank you. Yes. Thanks, everyone. And, Jane, I will see you next time. See you next time, April. Okay, you have a good afternoon. Oh, yeah, you too. Bye. Bye.